Welcome to season two of the Modern Day P31 Woman Podcast. Hey sis, how are you? I hope you are doing well. I know I've had a little hiatus and I've had some of you like reach out to me like, hey girl, when is the next episode coming out for the podcast? Um, I want to say thank you for listening, for subscribing, for leaving reviews. I also want to encourage those of you who are listening right now who have not left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor, pause this and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews and your feedback allow this podcast and this messaging to be spread to more women like you. My goal is to continue to serve my community in this way as God has led me. And so you're able to help me and help these messages be spread to other women like you who need them by leaving a review for us on Apple Podcasts. So please help me help you by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. So in this episode, we're going to be talking relationships. I have had some of you reach out to me and say, hey, Crystal, you don't ever talk about relationships. And there's a reason for that. I'm very big on calling. And when I present things to you on this podcast show, I want to make sure that I'm consecrated. I want to make sure that what I'm sowing into you are good seeds. I want to make sure that the words I'm giving you are words from Christ, not words based off of my experience and my opinions. I use my experiences to make scripture come to life for you. But my goal here is not to give you opinion-based messages. My goal here is to give you Christ-centered messaging. So for those of you who have been wanting me to speak about relationships, you got it. We're going to be talking about relationships today. So let's get into it. Welcome to the modern day P31 woman. I'm your host, Crystal, the CEO and founder of the Proverbs 31 women's organization. If you identify yourself as a P31 woman, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. So first things first, you girls know how we get down over here on this podcast. We always start things off with scripture. So we're going to be going into Matthew chapter six, verse 33, and it reads, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, this is based off the context when you read the full chapter of Matthew six of Jesus encouraging his disciples, like encouraging the people who are called and led to him, like, hey, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what clothes you're going to put on. Like God is going to take care of you. He dresses the field. He takes care of the birds. Like you are provided for in God's will. So do not worry. And that chapter finishes off by Jesus saying, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And I really wanted to start with that. I'm someone who uses the Bible app. Like I look at the words of the day every day, morning and night. And this came up today. And I thought it was just God's way of saying like, hey, don't worry about some of the things that you're worrying about because I've already provided for you in my will. I've already taken care of you. Like I am taking care of you. So I wanted to start with that word of encouragement for those of you listening right now. 
who are in seasons of your singleness, you're in seasons of the wait, which I hate using that terminology, but God is saying like, hey, I'm gonna take care of you. Just continue to follow me and trust me and be obedient and you're going to be provided for. So this is an interesting topic for me. And like I said earlier, there's a reason why I have not specifically talked about relationships because I have not felt led to. I only speak about things that I feel led to actually talk about. And for me as a young woman, I've had very interesting experiences with men. And I've also had interesting experiences with women that I've already shared with you guys on this podcast. And I always, you know, just give light to the fact that it's a miracle that God is using someone like me to speak to the women I'm called to because I've probably encountered and endured the most abuse from women who look like me. And it just shows the redemptive power, the love and grace of God that he can really truly heal your heart to to do what he's doing with me, like to allow me to be able to serve and my community in the way that I do is, is truly is God, is literally God alone. So for those of you who may look up to me in a certain way or look at what I do as this like special thing, I just want to encourage you, like God can do it with you too. Like I was very rebellious when I was in the world. I was very rebellious in my younger days and God literally has done a work in me and it's a miracle. Like I can't even express my gratitude to you all when it comes to the love of God. It's taken me years to develop in this way and in these areas of love. God showed me earlier in my life on my walk with Jesus that, you know, accepting and receiving the love of Christ may take time for some of you. Like it took time for me when I got saved initially, I wasn't just automatically confident, <laughs> you know, like it took me years of development, years of experiences, years of learning about God, of reading his word, of fasting, of praying, of serving him to really receive the fullness and the power of his love and the transformation that comes when you receive the power of Christ. And I want to encourage you with that. If you are someone who is struggling in the area of identity, if you're someone who's struggling in the area of your sexuality, if you're someone who's struggling in the area of relationships when it comes to men, I want to encourage you to continue to develop and grow in your relationship with Christ and in the love of Christ, because that is where the transformation is. The transformation power comes from the love of Christ. It comes from the love of God and God loves you so much that he poured out his love for you in Jesus. And this is why I go so hard for Christ, because I know who I used to be. I know who I was. I know how rebellious I was. I know who I used to be, what I used to do, how I used to think. And I was out there. Like, I was really out here in these streets. I was very promiscuous. I have endured a lot in my young age. I was introduced to things at a very young age that really perverted my perspective and my viewpoint when it comes to men and relationships with men. And that really challenged me in an area of development that needed growth. And it is a direct result of my singleness in serving God and building a relationship with God that has given me the opportunity to grow and develop in a way where I can look at men healthy. 
I can look at marriage healthy. I can look at relationships with men in a healthy way and not in a way that's self-serving or in a way that is idolatrous or in a way that is codependent. And I really want to share some of my experiences with you today because I really want to encourage those of you young women who are in a place in a space where you are desiring marriage, you are desiring a relationship with a man, but you may be feeling discontent or you may be feeling like, man, like, where are the good men? Do good men exist? Like, am I just meant to be with a broken man? And I've had a specific experiences with men in the church that I actually want to share and talk about because I feel like this is a common area of confusion for some women, especially when they're brought out of the world and into the kingdom, the mindset change, the lifestyle change. And I want to share my experiences because I feel like I didn't want to talk about this because I wanted to make sure that my, you know, negative experiences are not, you know, given to you. I don't want my advice to be filtered through a lens of negativity, but I believe that God is wanting me to talk about this area specifically because it affects a lot of you. And if it affects you, I want to speak about it and I want to share what I believe God has given me messages to share with you to hopefully encourage you and lead you in the right direction when it comes to relationship advice. And so this weekend, I had an opportunity to go to an event that was specifically catered for men, but um, it was also open to women. And it was about kingdom men, do kingdom men still exist? And I was just randomly on social media and I saw the event. I wasn't going to go, but God told me to go. And I'm the kind of person, I just do what God says. So God said, go. I said, okay, let me go. Um, it was quite a sacrifice to go. I had just gotten off of work. I was tired. I hadn't eaten. It was an hour drive, girl, to get there. So I was like, this better be good because I'm not even eating to go here. And what's interesting about that event for me is one of the panelists was actually a young man who I encountered, who I had some interactions with that were unpleasant. <laughs> and so when I knew he was going to be there, I was just like, oh, I hope he doesn't see me. I don't really feel like doing that awkward thing where I see you, you see me, who's going to speak, you know, like weird. Um, but God, you know, told me like, hey, I need you to be reconciled with this man. I need there to be reconciliation. Um, I had forgiven this person, but apparently not fully <laughs> to the point where God had to lead me to an environment where he would be present. And um, what I experienced in that event and in that moment, that atmosphere where God was definitely very present, um, his spirit was definitely there in the conversation there were a few things that God revealed to me that I want to share with you. The first thing is about the story of Adam in the garden. Now, when you go back to Genesis, I love the book of Genesis because you learn so much about humanity starting from the beginning. Okay. Humanity started in Genesis, but God has always been here. Right. Um, so in the beginning, when, you know, sin entered the world as a result of Adam and Eve eating from the fruit um, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had forbidden. 
right? Disobeying God. Um, we, we find some interesting characteristics about Adam, the male, the man, um, passiveness, um, allowing things to happen in his environment that he was not willing to stand up for. And this was a conversation that was spoken about in that event that I went to when it comes to men. And, you know, what I, what I want to make sure that we understand as women um, is the sin of Adam, the fall of Adam, the mistakes of Adam, the passiveness of Adam has been redeemed in Jesus, right? Our story as humans does not end with the fall of Adam and Eve. You know, it truly begins again in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is why the resurrection of Jesus is so valuable because there was power there. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not just accepting a God who knows you or died for you. You are receiving the power of the Holy Spirit. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives and resides in you as a believer. This is the power, the same power, the redemptive power that is going to heal you from your brokenness. We are literally born into sin. We're born into it. You as a child are born into the sins of your parents, what the generations before you did and did not do. You become a direct recipient of that as someone who is born into their bloodline. A lot of the afflictions and persecutions and wars that I have, have been through and endured as a believer is a direct result of my bloodline of what people did and did not do before me. And God has, has showed me that. And so when it comes to, you know, relationships, thinking about who you're going to be yoked up to in marriage, who God is going to call you to, I think it's very important for us as women to make sure that we are, are cognizant and aware of who we're listening to. Some of the advice <laughs> uh, in conversation that was brought up were some things that I understand where the men were coming from, but there were also some things that I'm, I'm really hoping that women who are listening are careful to receive because how I left the event was feeling disappointed and discouraged because of some of the advice that was given to women. Like, you know, some of the things that I heard was, you know, women don't expect, you know, your husband to be this ready-made guy, you know, um, a lot of us are broken. We've we've had brokenness our whole lives. We've had things happen to us as children, duh, 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 right? And that's all all validated, right? Those things are all true. But what I want to share and what I was desiring to be shared was that there is redemption in Jesus, right? Whether you were someone who was affected or abused or manipulated as a child. You don't have to stay in that shame. You don't have to live there. You don't have to receive someone from there in that space. You actually have the opportunity to be brought out of darkness, to be brought out of shame, to be brought out of brokenness through receiving the love of Christ, through actually developing in your relationship with Jesus so that when you are ready to be presented as a wife, you have the opportunity to be presented to another man who is whole. I am in a space and place in my life where because of my singleness and walking with Jesus and being developed, I have an opportunity to be made whole. And I have an opportunity to be presented with another man who is whole. And what I do not like 
about a lot of the relationship advice that comes from men in this generation is it's filtered through the lens of brokenness where because of their experiences being broken, they give advice to women like, oh, you know, nurse him. Oh, pray for him. Oh, you know, and that's all well and done, but I don't have to be connected to you to pray for you. I don't have to be connected to you to, you know, create an environment for your healing. And also that is not my job. <laughs> like as women, yes, we're called to serve in the capacities that God has called you as a wife to serve for your own husband. But it's important to make sure that you are called to that territory. Calling for marriage is ministry. It's ministry based. It should be Christ centered. It's meant to resemble the relationship between Jesus Christ and his church. It is not based on opinion. It is not based on what culture says. It's not based even on how you feel, who you feel you should be with. It really is a calling and it's a desire that God has to implant in your heart. I did not have a desire to be married until I was 24. I grew up seeing marriage in a way that was not desirable. So I never desired it. I never desired it. I was never impressed by guys. I felt like I did not respect them because they were easily manipulated. And, you know, I just, I was just like, if I feel like talking to you, I'll talk to you. If I'm bored, I'll talk to you. I did, I never put any real faith into guys or men or being in relationship with them. And it wasn't until my college experience that God allowed me to be in a relationship with a man who was trustworthy who was integrous, who had good character. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they do exist. So I would encourage you with that. Like you may be someone who has also had negative experiences with men, but I want to encourage you in saying that not all men are going to break you. You know, um, broken people cut, you know, it's just a thing. I've been broken. I've hurt people unintentionally and I have been a recipient on the other part. And so experiences with humans are always going to be dramatic <laughs> and traumatic because we as humans are dramatic and traumatic, right? But the love of God, the love of Christ is so impactful in a way that it transforms your heart and it allows your eyes to really see things for what they are and to see people for who they are and where they are. Um, I, I want to be very cognizant and careful to warn you to not take advice from men who are broken. And the reason why I started this conversation with my experience going to an event with a guy who was on the panel talking about kingdom men who I had an experience with that was very unpleasant was because just because someone is anointed to preach and teach does not mean they are anointed to talk about certain things when it comes to lifestyle. Okay. And I have learned this through experience. God has shown me men in the church who are highly anointed, highly gifted, highly talented. There are some people who are famous right now who, you know, and probably listen to their songs. And God has specifically highlighted areas in their life that they have not been willing to submit to him in. There was a couple of years ago where God specifically told me like, I'm going to be revealing men in this season who are not doing what I've called them to. <laughs> and when he told me this, I put it on Instagram. Um, I didn't exactly know what God was talking about. The Bible says we, we, we speak, we speak and we um, know in part and we prophesy in part. 
And so when God gives me certain messages and warnings for this generation, they're usually years before it actually happens. And I don't ever really fully know what they mean. But there have been certain men in the church who God has specifically highlighted who are doing things that he does not approve of. And I'm sure for some of you, you have seen that and been like, dang, this person is so anointed. They're so gifted. How could they be doing this? How could they be involved in this lifestyle? And it's it's God's way of showing us, like, don't put so much faith in Adam. Adam once failed you. Okay. Adam will fail you. That is why Jesus came. That is why we have Jesus. This is the importance of having a true, solid, foundational relationship with Jesus Christ. This should be your first relationship before you even think about being in a relationship with another man. Like start first with the most valuable and the most important relationship you will ever have in this life experience, Jesus. And it is the failure of the first Adam that brought forth the power of the second Adam in Jesus Christ. And when I left that event and I was feeling like super like discontent and like discouraged because I felt like, you know, it was being said like, yeah, women, we know that you've done the work. We know that y'all are trusting God and you've been healed, but we haven't yet. So give us time and like, you know, just let us make it. (laughs) And it's like, you can't tell me that me as a woman can trust God and submit to God and allow him to heal my heart to be presented and ready and available for you. But that when I meet you, I have to just accept a broken man. I There was something in my spirit that just could not receive that. And I was honestly like, God, if this is like your plan for me, then I'm gonna just be single my whole life because I have experienced your love. I've experienced your grace and it has transformed me. It has healed the brokenness in me. So I know what you can do with the person because you've done it in me. I am a living recipient of the love and the power and the transformative grace of Jesus Christ, which comes as a direct result of having a relationship with him, of submitting to him and of obeying and trusting him. So I just don't, I don't receive that another man cannot do the same. And so God shared with me after I vented with him for like a whole hour, he was like, Hey, like, first of all, I didn't tell you that you were going to be with that kind of man. So you don't need to receive words from anyone who is not me. Like there are people who God will use to give you words catered to you, but you need to go back to God to validate that. That's why I even tell you ladies, like anything that I say, go back to God. My desire is not to be a talking head. It's not to be your Jesus. It's not to be an idol. My job is to lead you back to Christ. That's literally why I'm here. I am literally just here to lead you back to Christ, lead you back to Jesus, to to help you develop a real true relationship with Jesus Christ. And that can only be developed and cultivated by you actually being in relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. So I took what was presented to me and I gave it to God and God helped me decipher and, 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 you know, sort through the messaging to make sure that I was not taking information that was not directed to me. And he told me like, Hey, you know, these people aren't wisdom keepers. You know, I am, 
you know, and the messaging that was catered for that event was catered to men. And I think it's very important for us as women to be careful to not take catered messages for men for ourselves, <laughs> because there are a lot of self-proclaimed relationship advisors who God has not appointed to give relationship advice to. I find it very almost cringy when I see so many men being relationship experts who are not married, okay, who are not in relationships. And the ones who are in relationships are not in godly relationships. I think we as women have to be careful to, to not be so quick to accept the advice that comes from broken men, that comes from Adam. Like your relationship advice should be coming from Jesus because he is the only one who can truly direct your path. So what is my relationship advice to you? To follow Jesus, to get to know him intimately, personally, to allow him to transform your life through submitting to him, through being obedient, through dying to self. That is where the development comes from. It is a direct result of you dying to yourself and allowing Jesus to actually be the Lord over your life. Um, I want to encourage you with the words of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, when I was beginning my journey, even before I transitioned and converted, God made this verse like a standout, call out, anchor verse for me in my life. Um, trust the Lord with all your heart. You know, do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways, you know, seek him and he will direct your paths. And that's the scripture I live my life off of is like, I don't lean on my own understanding. I take my understanding to God and allow him to lead my life. And that is what I want to encourage you to do. This isn't going to be culturally approved. It's It may not even be something that leans into your desires, but it is something that I believe that God wants you to hear because the experiences that I have had with both men in the church and outside of the church have been interesting. And I believe that God has specifically highlighted the kind of men that I have encountered in the church, specifically because he wants me to share my experiences with those of you who have also experienced the same or who may be led down the same road into experiencing the same. I think when it comes to men in the church, we have this perspective and this ideology that because you are in church, because you call yourself a Christian, because you wear the badge, because you know scripture, because you can preach and teach well, because you can sing, because you're gifted and you're talented, that that must mean that you are also living a life that is according to God's will and pleasing to him. And when you take that perspective and apply it to, to, to men, to women, to people, to humans, you lead yourself into becoming very disappointed because you are taking an inclination that you have about a person and not validating it by the words of Jesus Christ. God said, you know, many times like you, you know, look at people for their outward appearance. I look at the heart. That's why it's important for us to always go to God about people. If you are pursuing a relationship with someone, if you are interested in someone, if you are desiring to be in a relationship with someone, if you are in a relationship with someone, you need to take that relationship to Christ, take it to God and let God direct your path. Because what I am finding out in this generation specifically is that there are many women who are called to do more, but are being held back in a sense because of their inclination to be attached to brokenness, 
because you have not been fully developed in an area that God has been desiring to develop you in. Specifically, those of you who are still single, you have the most time and opportunity in your singleness to be developed and to grow deeper with God than you will ever have in your whole life. When you become married and have children, your life will be all about them <laughs> because that is ministry. Your life will be about serving them. And for me, I understand that my calling is much deeper and bigger than my desire to want to be with a man. It's about my children. It's about the generations coming out of me. It's about those who I'm called to lead. Those of you who are listening, who feel called to my ministry, like it's it's bigger than me and it's bigger than you. I don't want to produce a generation of children that are broken because of my disobedience. I want my children to see a man and a woman who are healthy because of the love of Christ, who are still human and still being developed and perfected in love, but who are in a place where they can actually share their experiences and they can be trustworthy because they themselves have sacrificed and given over their lives to Christ in a way that is pleasing and acceptable to him. I want you to be the example your children follow after. No more generations of leaving our children to churches and governments to take care of. God has given you the responsibility to take care of and disciple your own children. Do not depend on another human being to take care of land and territory and responsibilities that God has given over to you. I want us to be more responsible. God desires for women to be responsible. We are the ones who carry life in our wombs. God has given that responsibility, that mantle, that opportunity to us as women to carry his children, to bring them into the world, to create an environment that is acceptable for them to be birthed. God wants to birth something through you and in you, and that is ministry. But in order for God to birth what he wants to, what he desires to, you first have to be yoked up to him in intimacy. Intimacy creates an environment for there to be conception. The things that you want to birth in this world will only be able to be birthed as a direct result of you giving your life over to Jesus. And so that is my relationship advice for you is to value your singleness. I love being single. Like I, I have never been as confident in myself as I am now. And that is only a direct result of me being yoked to Jesus, the one who knew me before I came to be, the one who knew me before I was formed in my mother's room, Jeremiah 29, 11. That is a messaging that God has for you in this season. Get to know me first, get to know my voice, get to know how I sound, get to know how I talk, get to know my ways and my wisdom for you in your life specifically before you look to the advice of others before you look to the relationships with others, do not make an idol out of men. Trust me, trust me more, get to know me more, develop with me more. I want to see the light in you that I have called you to be. I wanna see the image that was in my mind when I thought of you. Before you came to be, God was thinking about you and he is still thinking about you and he loves you and I truly strongly believe that in my heart of hearts, God's desire is for women to be healthy, to see things in a healthy way, to see men and relationship and, and, and childbearing in a healthy way so that not only may we be transformed, but we may birth children who will be transformed. 
that is my advice for you. Um, I love you. I, I, I really do love you. I love all of you. And I really hope and pray that this messaging seeps into your heart. It seeps into your consciousness. It restores your soul. It edifies you. And it gives you the grace to continue and carry on in this crazy thing that we call life. I love you. And I hope to talk with you again soon. Did you enjoy this episode? Do us a favor by sharing your thoughts with us online by tagging at p31womenorg on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast show so that you get updates and notifications on new episodes and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.